This is Comedy on Edge, the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. For more information and back episodes, visit ComedyOnEdge.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Dave, hit the music. Welcome, buddy, to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. We're here at the library. Producer Dave is on the techie desk. How are you, Dave? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good to see. And Ryan, we still haven't got a name for him, so tweet a suggestion. Ryan, how are you? I'm really well, Mark. Thanks, mate. Have you had any ideas for other my, than special comments for, for, your, for your role? Oh, right. Because um, we've got producer Dave. I'm the host. Josh is Josh. Yeah. We've got Lester, the intern. What? Can I be key grip? Key grip? I don't even know what that is. Key grip? I'm just going to be a key grip. Key Grip. Okay, Key Grip, Twitterverse, tell us what you think of Ryan Key Grip Crawford. doesn't roll off the tongue, buddy. All right, best boy then. Best boy. Best boy. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Best boy. Best yeah. boy, Ryan. So welcome. And we've got a guest. He's here from Melbourne via Adelaide. Rob Hunter, how are you, buddy? Hey, Mark. I'm good. Hello, audience. Yeah, I know. It's, it's no, Nobody here? It's a little bit weird we, because we're recording at the moment because Edge HQ Studios out of commission. We're recording at the library, home of Comedy on Edge. We're set up on stage, and I've left all the chairs out, so it's just like, it's a really badly attended show. So. Tough crowd. It's a yeah. tough room. Maybe we should get some cardboard cutouts for that, just to <laughs> just make the guests feel at home. Well, that would be a good idea. I think how, what, there's 50 seats, 50 cardboard cutouts. But then, then what, if, what if you guys sort of got confused, started doing crowd work? Like, yeah, yeah. I, c- I could see if we had Peter Mozell on the podcast, he'd be like, and what do you do for a living, sir? And he'd get like, as much as a response as he normally does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, Ron, what brings you up to Sydney? Uh, just gigs, a couple of weeks of gigs. Really like the scene up here. Do uh, a couple of weeks at the store and some of the smaller rooms. It's a really great comedy comedy scene. I really enjoy coming back. Oh, sweet. We love having you back here. And you just, you did, do you do the festivals this year? Uh, I did, uh, I was in Adelaide for Fringe for a few things. And I did the Melbourne Comedy Festival where I do my talk show, late o'clock. Now no. talk to the, I, I love the concept of your talk. And it, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard so many great stories. What, tell <laughs> us the concept of your talk show. All right, so every year I, uh, I host uh, a really horrible talk show. It's kind of like uh, a live version of McAuliffe's old ABC show, if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, the McAuliffe program. Yeah, that's it. So I invite the most famous people I can to get on this show, and I interview them, uh, and I'm just kind of a jerk, basically. It's kind of like a live version of uh, Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis, but there's sketches, and uh, yeah, it's in the format of a, of a talk show. And you've sort of, you've had a phenomenon, because you have a sidekick who's, he's blown up a bit, hasn't he? Ah, uh, Luke, yeah. Luke McGregor, who sadly doesn't come to Sydney up. Luke, if you're listening, or Rob, tell Luke, Sydney <laughs> needs to see, like, I've, I've gigged with Luke a few times, and I think he's hilarious. And He's great. And he's, he's really good. But yeah, you sort of, you, you plucked him from security? What is well, it? we've been doing stuff for years now. He's been, since he moved to Melbourne, uh, we've been doing sketches, and we did a play a couple of years ago. Uh, and yeah, he's been my late o'clock sidekick for the last three years and we've toured to Adelaide and yeah, we do heaps of stuff together. He's great. He's going to be harder to book now because well, he, uh, he's a lot more successful than I for am. For listeners who don't know, yeah, he won Best Newcomer at the Melbourne Comedy Festival this year. Yeah, well deserved. Well deserved, yeah. It's, I'm re- like, I think of all the posts, like I didn't go to Melbourne this year, but being on Twitter and Facebook, you get, you get, you see what your friends are up to. And I think he had one of the best posters for the Melbourne Comedy Festival too. He's also, uh... Very popular, just among the scene, and it might—I don't know if 
listeners will be shocked to hear this, but not every comedian is very well liked by the other comedians, but Luke is uh, very well respected and, and liked, so that, that helps the him. The comedian's comedian, as it were. He is. Yeah. He is. He's, he's appeared on, I think, his Little Dum Dum Club podcast. He's a regular contributor there. He's... Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there you go. You've discovered that. And now that it, have you got your eyes on a new replacement for? Or well, you I, think you got? Did he thank you in the speech? Or no, he didn't. Oh. Come to think of it, that massive jerk. Wow. No, he um, <laughs> he, I I I did fire him in the first episode of Late O'Clock this year, and that was kind of an ongoing storyline. Uh, trying to think of a way to replace him because I'm not sure he's going to be around that much longer. But uh, if he is, I'd definitely like to have him involved. He's uh, he's really good at what he does. So there you go, Luke. He's forgiven you, Luke. If you listen, he's forgiven you for not thanking him in the speech. You know, hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll have a reunion. There was no reason to thank me. I didn't help him at all. <laughs> nah. Well, that's good. Well, you've you've, you've just come off the um, festival season. We've got our show, the Sydney Fringe Festival, in September. Mm-hmm. We're doing a live show, and we don't we don't we're not sure what to do. Like as we're set up here, we're going to have a chat. We'll have guests, but we think because we, we've got a venue. Have you ever had, like, when you get your festival venue, you know, when yeah. they give you your room, and you sort of get rooms, sometimes you go, oh, 50 seats, how am I going to fill that? Yeah. We've got 200 seats to fill. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> we, we, we've, we're really ambitious, uh, maybe yeah. stupidly ambitious. It could be. So, listeners out there, check out comedyonedge.com. We'll announce dates, times, places. Bring 10, 20, 100 friends. We really. Maybe you guys need those cardboard cutouts that you should have here. Just have them wandering in the background, Home Alone style. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, thank, thankfully the podcast, like we can get it, like if there's no crowd, there's no crowd, but it's going to be weird for us standing on stage with two, well, I reckon worst case we'll probably get about 30 or so, 30 <laughs> people in a really massive room. 30 fat people, that's what you need. 30 so, massive people to fill that audience. There you go. Cast of The Biggest Loser before. <laughs> come. That's where the first, first round of The Biggest Loser can appear in the audience on the podcast. But Ryan, Dave, have you had any ideas what you want on the podcast now? It's sort of it's an ongoing thing. Yeah, maybe um, like a mini football tournament on stage. Which football though? League, soccer? Soccer, sorry, yeah. No, I don't like soccer. I'm not a fan. Oh, what would you like then? Well, I'm an AFL fan. Uh, mini AFL then on the, on the stage it's... with, um, you know, ping pong balls. That'd be tough. I'm not sure you've thought this through, Ryan. I think you'd be, right. be honest. I think you'd yeah. be right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, just, he's just like, I, can't even, I don't know where you got the ping pong balls from. We're not, there's no table tennis table. I was just trying to think of a miniature version of the game that you could fit on a stage. So what, while we podcast, we'll just have people in the background running around playing AFL with ping pong balls. Yeah, well, and we could commentate it for a little while. Or something could like, work. like, you know, like when there's a lulling conversation. Yeah. Oh, check out Cohen at halfback. He's kicked it to full forward. Oh, it's, oh he's missed. He squashed the ball. Yeah, missed. that's what it is. Game off. Game off. Okay, yeah. I don't think that one's going to fly. Solid. Okay, I think it's not else. solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. something yep. better. Dave, what about yourself? I think, uh, based on the conversation Ryan and I had off uh, podcast, I think I'd like to get JJ Abrams on, and I want to uh, basically drill into him for an hour how not to screw up the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, actually, that'd be good. We'll that'll just, be, we'll I think we'd better do that. If we could actually deprogram him and reprogram, that would be ideal. So, if you, if you're listening, JJ, yeah, JJ, that'd be great. That's an invitation. I'm sure. To come I, on the show? I, I, I'm sure he's just sitting there. Every t- every time they make a new Star Wars movie, I'm sure the first thing they think is, what is the podcast world going to think about this? It should be. I, I tell you. It if, should be. If <laughs> I tell you, if I was oh, you know, involved I, in Hollywood at all, the thing I would have done, when they announced a new Star Wars, there was a part of me that hoped and prayed just to get Dave wound up and millions of people wound up. I wish Michael Bay was the producer or oh. the director. I think that would just be hilarious. Yeah, I think you just wound me up with the. Yeah, yeah, I can see the blood. Dave just gripping the microphone. <laughs> yeah. 
Are you a Star Trek, Star Wars fan? I never got into Star Trek. Uh, I enjoy Star Wars, but I'm not. I'm not a rabid fan. But Do you I own enjoy any figurines? It. No, That's no, the I don't. Yeah. You, so you, you you appreciate it, but yeah, you're not you're not you're not friend of the show. Steel Saunders like have a room. No, I'm not. His his house is just dedicated to the franchise. I'm I'm not like that. The my, force uh, is strong my, in that My one. favorite '80s movie is the uh, the Karate Kid, and that's the mine shirt, too. Shirt I'm wearing right now, Mr. Miyagi. That's actually my show for next year's Sydney Comedy Festival is Karate Kid, the Arena Spectacular. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah, so, well, there we go, boys. Sorry, Star Wars, Star Trek talks over. It's Karate Kid time. <laughs> well, you, you, you must feel the, the pain then because they rebooted Karate Kid. That's not even what karate is. I know? refuse to watch it. Oh, there you go. That's the pain. That's, that's, that's what it that's, feels that's like. That's how we feel. That's how it yeah. feels. About Star Wars or Star now. Trek. Just yeah. the whole, the rebooting and potentially screwing it all up and all that sort of stuff. Well, what's your, well, like, with Karate Kid, like, what's... Did you just just like the first, or did you watch second, third? Like I like the first three. I don't yeah. four. I get it, but to me, it's a different film. The next Karate yeah. Kid, yeah, with Hilary Swank. Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to her? She she's still, won a, she's still about. Didn't she win a couple of Oscars or one? Or yeah. surprisingly enough, for Karate Kid four. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, Mr. Miyagi was nominated for an Oscar. For, yeah, yeah, yep. For one, he also shares my birthday. Ah, uh, he's slightly older and uh, a bit, bit better. I think he's dead. I think he's better. Bit, yeah. he's a he better bit. at karate than you as well. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you actually? I was watching the other week. Happy Days. Both he was Arnold. Yeah. Both Arnolds were in the same episode. He made the cameo. They're like, "Who's coming to you? It's Arnold!" And it was two Arnolds in the same room. It was like worlds colliding. <laughs> I was just waiting for Sensei Crease to come through and just kick them in the head. It would have made <laughs> the episode more. That's a guy who needs to be in more movies. Oh, he does. Do you follow um, Johnny William Zabka on Twitter? I will now. He's, he's good fun. He's, he interacts with fans. He's, oh, cool. But do you ever think like... Yeah, I'm sure all the audience would know, don't know who that is. I'd know who it is, but you just... William Zabka is the lead villain in the original Karate Kid. Johnny Lawrence. Oh, Johnny David. Lawrence. Yeah, right. Yeah. Got him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a very... Well, do you think... Like, I mean, I knew that. It was just for the audience, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. No it's not like... I'm pretty sure if they're listening to a podcast, they might have a thing called Google and they can go, oh, William Zabka. Oh, Johnny Lawrence. Just for the audience, what's Google? I know what it is, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have a new title for you, Ron. <laughs> Your best boy. Yeah. But do you think, like, the karate, like, you look at the Karate Kid, how is Daniel... Like, I watch... Have you seen the YouTube remix where Johnny wins the final fight? No. Oh, it's so good. Someone's gone and edited the fight scene, so Daniel loses the first two points, ah. and then they've edited. There's that scene where um, Sensei Crease gives when he sweeps the leg and he yep. gives the sign, but that's like the end. And then it's got Johnny with the. It's one of the great. Like I had tears of joy when I saw that. Oh wow! I'm going to check that out. Yeah, but do you think good. like do you think the world would be a different place if Johnny had won the fight? The world. Well, like, the, the, the whole world. I think it was an impact. I think it's one of the biggest movies of the '80s, and I think it had like. The biggest? Well, no, it's one of them. I like. I know when I saw that movie as when I was six, I ran out and joined a karate, and I went to karate for a whole six weeks before I gave up. <laughs> I think Top Gun had a bit of penetration in that. People actually went and joined the navy because of that. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. They had desks outside the cinemas uh, signing people up. Yeah, apparently, after they've uh, screened Romper Stomper, you know, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> membership at the for the skinheads of Melbourne went right up. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you look at that, like Daniel, there's no way, like you watch Karate Kid, Karate Kid 1, 2 and 3, the final fight scene, 
There's no way Daniel should have beaten any of those guys. Like, in Karate Kid 3, he just gets the crap pounded out of him. I don't know, Ralph, th- I don't know. Ralph Macchio looks pretty uh, coordinated well, he, to me. He was 27 <laughs> at the time, so yeah. he's still got his ass handed to him by yeah. teenagers. But do you, think, do you think, what do you think the world would be like if Johnny had a one? I, I don't like to speculate. Rocky lost his, his fight in his, uh, in his first yeah. world title match, so, and the world seemed to carry on. Yeah, but, but that was realistic. And then it, then Rocky got like because he and he he was like they wanted him to re when they like Rocky they wanted to rewrite the ending they wanted Rocky to win he's mm. like well it just doesn't make sense yeah and Sylvester stuck to his guns and did it I thought it was a tie in the first movie wasn't it no no, no, no split it, decision it's a split decision and he loses but he kind oh, of won yeah. the crowd right the second one he which goes, is basically Rambo no Ram- Rocky Rocky Six is essentially like a reboot of the original Rocky okay You're like. Hang on, Rocky, is that the new one that was released in the last couple of years? Yeah, yeah Rocky Balboa. Yeah. I haven't and seen that one yet. It's, it's bizarre, it's just the same movie, just with uh, Adrian dead and someone else replacing <laughs> it. It's just weird. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying talking about this stuff. But is this what the podcast is? It's, it's just, yeah, it is. It's just talking. <laughs> it's talking whatever. Like, yeah, this right. is, I think this is the first one we've talked about movies. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, they, they know about us. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty much we spoil every major movie. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen, if you haven't seen Karate, Karate Kid and Rocky. Now, yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't. Uh, who's seen the new reboot of the Karate Kid? I have. Thoughts? It's not as terrible as you might think. It's pretty bad, and they should have changed the name. But uh, it's not horrible. It's pretty bad. See, I didn't. The whole the scene that stopped me was like I, when he said when I saw a clip, and it's like the is it. Which is it, Jaden Smith? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah, I think that's right. I mean, he's sort of talking to um, Jackie Chan, going, "Yo, man, you can be like my Yoda," and I'm like, "Oh no!" It's just like part of me wish if I could go back in time, I wish I could just boot Will Smith in the testicles so hard that Jaden Smith doesn't ever become. A I guess product. you haven't seen About Earth yet, is it? That's tanking. <laughs> well, it doesn't surprise me. It's, that's an M Night Shyamalan movie. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he, what hasn't he done that hasn't tanked since? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, we're not here this. Oh, oh. I've, never, I've never seen a bad M. Night Shyamalan film. Have you seen the, the last, the last I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like his movies. They're silly, but I, I enjoy I, them. I mean, obviously, The Sixth Sense was a bit of a, was a, bit of a breakout, but um, since then, it's been all downhill. Unbreakable was okay. Yeah, and, the village, okay, and yeah. the village was passable, but from that point on, it kind of started totally to go agree. downhill. Totally agree with that analysis. But the oh. thing with um, the, the what, what's the new After Earth? Yeah. After Earth, yeah. It's the, the theory is it's a science. It's a L. Ron Hubbard Scientology myth. It's similar to they're comparing it to Battlefield Earth, like it's similar messages being being th- put through it. Because he's Will Smith's. I think I think he's Scientology or is he? His kids go to a Scientology school. Oh, I didn't know that. A good park and ride facilities near Scientology schools, so yeah. very popular. Good park and ride, yeah. <laughs> and you get to make your own sci-fi flick with, and yeah, yeah. if your sexuality is at all ambiguous, they'll fight and keep you keep that from becoming a topic. Keep that well and truly in the closet for the next twenty years. Allegedly, yeah. Will Smith's in the closet. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> I, say, said, I was just picking up on what you said, mate. <laughs> that means I've got to go and rewatch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and just see those subtle signals. <laughs> yes, Whatever sure. happened to Carlton? I couldn't tell you. Professional dancer? He was good. He's always good at dancing. Just silence after yeah, that yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is where we do it. Well, oh, sorry, I'm just kicking over. Well, sorry. Um, 
I think we'll be editing this bit out. Yeah. Now, Ryan, understand I've given you a task as best boy to come up with some questions for us all. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a, we've got a list of questions. Um, first one is, Rob, mm-hmm. if you weren't a comic, what would you be doing? Uh, I do have a law degree, so I'd probably be a lawyer and be very unhappy. Right. That's what I think of. Or a spaceman. A spaceman. Yep. Yep. Gold. Is that a man made of space? That's exactly what I meant. Yes, yeah. a man made of space. Cool. <laughs> Just to confirm, Just that's what I meant. Right, very good. Okay, Mark, same cool. one, same question. Same question. Oh. If you weren't a comic, what would you be doing? Honestly, don't know. Like, I lasted in fine... I, I've got a degree in economics, and I lasted exactly a year in that industry before I was... I wasn't escorted from the premises of where I used to work, but it was pretty damn close. I don't think I'm allowed near that building, even still 10 years on. Right, St- stealing right. equipment? I heard you were stealing equipment. That's what I tell people. No, no, no. I wish. All, all I got out of them was like about 15 post-it notes and a pack of express post. No, I, I was very vocal in the workplace about my thoughts on management. Uh, okay. Yeah, they love that. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they really like it. Like, they used to love just hearing me explain why something is completely stupid. It, it so. took me a long time to figure out that the word feedback was actually just a euphemism for do what we tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hello to all my ex-bosses at BT. I'm sure you're listening at some stage, probably for <laughs> ammunition to sue me. All right. Should we move on to question two? Yeah, well, what about, maybe we oh, could Dave, ask Dave. Dave, what would you be doing if you weren't a uh, comic? I'd probably have him my fortnightly one-on-one with my manager and, and setting priorities for the next week or two. Well, that sounds delightful. We can do that now with you if you want. Well, we can be the manager, you know. What are your priorities for the next week? Probably trying to get this podcast out, I'd imagine. Well, that's true, yeah. There's going to be a lot of editing. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> your manager in, in what field? You need to specify. E- engineering. Oh, I see. Okay. What about yourself, Ryan? What would... Uh, I think I'd be sleeping in a lot. Sleeping Actually, in. no, I'd do that anyway. Um... What would I be doing? I'd be probably just, you know, working uh, in an office somewhere, doing some sort of admin, you know, trying to fly under the radar and leave at five. That's about it. Aim, aim high. That's, 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 that's good. No, he's a realist. I like yeah, that. Yeah. You're never going to be disappointed. <laughs> no, you no. Know? I mean, I did. I was learning. You could be made of space as well. Yeah, that's right. No, I think that's technically correct. I think uh, I, I was actually learning to fly a plane for a little while, but then the money ran out. So if, I, if I'd have managed to keep going with that, I might even be a pilot. By How much money else. do you need to fly a plane? Well, the lessons, like to get your private license is about 40 hours. At least it was when I was doing it. I don't know if they've changed the rules. Um, but it was about 40 hours. And depending on what school you go to, a lesson can be anywhere between 200 and $400 Correct. for an hour. And that's because that's you're paying for the lesson, paying for the rental of the plane and, and yeah, the Avgas, which is quite expensive. So. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. is there any, any philanthropists out there who think, I need a pilot to get me to work, invest in Ryan and he'll work for like cheap. To make the money back. So what's that? Forty hours at two hundred bucks a pop. Eight thousand. Eight thousand dollars. So for eight thousand dollars, you can get a pilot called Ryan, and he's quite good. So like you're quite tall though for one of those small planes. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit. Are there, of a there no height requirements? Uh, you must no, have height. No, I yeah, you, you got to be able to reach the pedals. But um, <laughs> but aside from that, I was like, worried I, more like you'd hit your head on the roof. Yeah, obviously, like, if you're, like, flying fighter jets, then yes, that would be a, a concern. But most single engines, you could sort of fit in. And if you're a bit taller than me, it'd be a squeeze. But I, I could certainly uh, fit in the cockpit. Well, there you go. We should, well, let, let's get a Kickstarter or a possible thing happen. <laughs> and we'll get you to, you know, we'll, we'll get you as a pilot. Yeah, the Comedy good. on the Edge, the podcast. We can, you can fly us and we can podcast all around. How far do those single engine things fly? It uh, depends on the type of plane. but They'd I mean, say the cheapest plane possible. Like a Cessna could 
could probably... Could it get us to Newcastle? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Coffs Harbour. Yeah, probably. All right, well... Yeah, we'll, we'll do a live show in Coffs Harbour when Ryan's got his pilot's licence and we've yeah. got someone to donate a plane. I see a Buddy Holly moment in all of our futures, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dibs on being the big bop. Oh, no, Richie Valens was the one who had the movie made about him. Yeah, yeah. Did they make a Buddy Holly movie? Uh, not sure. I think The Karate Kid was loosely based on his life. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah. yeah the are. early years, Buddy Holly, the early years, yeah. <laughs> His martial arts phase before he got into his music. Well, that's cool. So you'd be a pilot. Well, we've covered that. So next question, Ryan. Next question is, if you could be, if you could be in real life a TV show character, which one would it be? Rob. Ooh. Like someone who I, who I would want to be or somebody who I kind of resemble? No, somebody you'd want to be. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, what kind of TV character has a good life? Always, there's always something horrible about characters and that's what makes them... Like what, about rea- what about reality? Like, I mean, not that I like him as a person, but Donald Trump's got a lot of money, a lot of wealth, power. But everyone makes fun of his hair all the time. Yeah. Oh, you, you probably don't have that. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. no yeah. You could make the decision not to have that toupee. <laughs> I could afford, yeah, yeah. You could <laughs> afford a better quality toupee. Yeah. That'd be, that is a tough uh, question, actually. A tough question? I mean, then you got like... I don't know if I could change the ending. I'd like to be Johnny Lawrence from The Karate Kid. <laughs> that'd be. Well, what, what do you think? Like, actually, that's this is just a question. Like, I read an interview recently with Roseanne where they sort of said, "Like, did you ever see a TV show, Roseanne? Yeah, she had yeah. a TV show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about. It. But the interview was, was like, popular? what would Roseanne like? Because Roseanne was a pretty real life gritty show. Mm. Like, it was a sitcom, but it was like pretty real. They were down on their luck, and they said, "Where would the characters be now if?" the show had continued and she's like, well, DJ the Kid probably would have been killed in Iraq and, you know, they'd be living... Because Detroit, where it was based, has yeah. just got massive poverty. And do you ever sort of wonder, like, where TV characters... Like, when shows wrap up, where they'd end up? Where is, where is Matthew Crock from Hey Dad? That's what I want to know. After all the horribleness that we've found out since. He's in high witness protection. Is he? He's, he's, <laughs> well, actually, one of the... Um, no, it's one, one of the cast of Neighbours, a guy who used to play Todd on Neighbours... He was at once, I was made the news, he was working at the Bridge Climb. That was... Okay. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of actors apparently work at the Bridge Climb, so maybe there's a Hey Dad actor <laughs> who's working over there. Cool. Have you got an answer to that? Because this yeah, is a really tough, tough question. Yeah, that's a tough question. Tough question. Um, I probably would say uh, Jerry Seinfeld, actually. If I could uh, be good a thinking. character yeah, good TV point. show, I wouldn't mind being a, a, a New York comic that had lots of uh, gorgeous women running after him all the time. I'd quite like to be one of the guys from Entourage, but be slightly less of a butthole, maybe. <laughs> but they seem to have a pretty sweet life. Yeah, that'd be yeah. Right. yeah, but yeah, because yeah, your turtle gets way more than he deserves in Entourage. Yes, he does. Because he's just yeah. he's got no discernible skills, talent, looks. <laughs> he's just, like he's not even a white. He doesn't even do the wisecracks. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Any which cling, would you be a Klingon? No, I'd be Jack Barrow. Jack Barrow from 24. Oh, from 24. Uh, but he nearly something. dies so much. You yeah, but he doesn't. Dead. But he doesn't. Oh, he always true. comes back. He so. doesn't die. And so he's Spoiler pretty much indestructible. Sorry about that. I don't think I'd want to be Jack Barrow. I mean, that's 24 hours. That's, that's his life. That'd be exhausting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <He> <laughs> need to take on the go all day. Yeah. yeah. That would be a stressful life you've chosen. You seem like a pretty laid back guy, Dave. I'm uh, not sure you can handle it. So I think I'd, I I'd think be CM Punk. He's my favourite wrestler. He gets to talk crap and he gets to have a limited shit, like he can have time off. Yeah, yeah. So that's who sure. I'd be. All right, cool. He gets hit with chairs every day. But he gets to hit people with chairs too. And true. he's got Good the point. best entrance music of any wrestler, Cult of Personality by Living Colour. 
It's a great song. If you haven't heard Living Colour, I think they're one of the band, most underrated bands of all time. They've got Love Riz, It's Ugly Head, and Cult of Personality too. They're, they're in my top 20 songs of all time. Very good. That's only two songs. All right. It's, yeah, t- two of 20, Dave. All right. Have you ever considered running for politics? No. No, I have very limited interest in politics. I try to, I try to read up on current events and stuff, but I find it very dry and hard to pay attention to. So the answer is definitely no. No, not an activist. What about you, Mark? It was on my list of things to do. I'd like to, I'd like to be in there at some stage, get, get down to Canberra, you know. Yeah, make, some, it, make some shit happen. Yeah, Eddie O'Bead style, you know, earn a, earn a couple <laughs> of, earn some millions. For, oh, you probably wouldn't know. Eddie O'Bead, no. former New South Wales state minister who, I think for 20 years he was a minister... He has a $16 million house. Yeah. He's, all the mining rights, coincidentally, his best mate and all his sons got access to all the mining rights. Made millions. He's, yeah, he's currently in front of the Corruption Commission. All right. Yeah. 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 Vote for this guy. Yeah. yeah. Vote for, and then so, wonder why so, they got So Mark's island. answer is, I would like to be a politician because there's so much opportunity for corruption. Damn straight. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. What about you, Dave? I wasn't until uh, Stephen Conroy uh, tried to do the Great Firewall of Australia. Oh, yeah. And just, the guy just doesn't know what he's talking about. It's the first time I've ever got, dude, you've no idea what you're talking about. You're only going to annoy people, and the people you're trying to stop will be able to get around it. And then it kind of made me start thinking, if this dude doesn't know what he's doing, maybe the rest of them don't know what they're doing either, you know? And this is the guy responsible for the NBN, pretty much, of course. Yeah, as well. well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, not happy with Stephen Conroy's... So you're becoming kind of an activist mind because of the... Just uh, because, you know, if, if, if that's how bad they are, just, I'm really terrified. Of, like, maybe they're getting everything else wrong. I just want to have to look at this thing and say, surely, lads, you must be doing a bit different than that. Yeah, yeah. I just thought of someone who I'd like to be from a movie Who's that? or a TV show. Have you seen Garden State? Yeah. There's a character in that movie. You only see him briefly, I think, but he's invented um, Silent, Silent Velcro, Velcro, and he just spends his days doing nothing in his mansion. Yes. That's what I want. Yes. Firing, firing arrows into the air that are yeah. hit with, um, with flame and also driving a little buggy around his mansion. Yeah. Doing that and doing, doing just nothing appeals to me greatly. So that's who I want to be. Yes. Awesome. That's a genius idea, Silent Velcro. Yeah, well, he, he does that and then just retires as a kid, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like that kid recently who sold uh, Tumblr, I think, to, um, yeah, to Google. To yeah. Google. To Yahoo. To Yahoo, yeah, yeah. To, oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, if we had Silent Velcro... The shoe industry, because like, why can't? Why is it we can't wear Velcro on our shoes anymore? You got to have laces. I think you can, but there's a certain stigma they, attached look, to it, isn't you there? You look at people. You look at them. Oh, it just went out of style. It's fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah. You could bring it back. Maybe bring you, back you'll Velcro. be the man. I'm bringing, Mark Williamson bring, bringing Velcro back. Bringing Velcro back. Very good. Sounds like a mission. So you are going into politics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to bring Velcro, Velcro back. Going I'm going to be corrupt and bring Velcro back. Yeah, totally. That's my campaign. All right. Uh, I skipped the third question, by the way, so we've only got four, because the third question looked naff when I read no, it. No, no, no. If it's on the list, it gets read. We can edit it out. We'll, yeah, we'll vilify you if it's wrong. Yeah. All right, very good. So this was really, really boring. Do you prefer savoury or sweet? Oh, that is an excellent question. It's tough, uh, though. It's yeah, as I guess I'm more context. Do, like as a dessert, oh, as a mu- for a muffin? Oh, right. Food. For a yes. <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> no, just as in, if you're going to go and have a snack, like... If it's like, God, am I going to crave something? Is it, you go to the shop, you've got a choice between an ice cream or a packet of chips. You're going sweet or savoury. Or, or jube, lollies, or you know, whatever. Like sweet or I would generally go ice cream. Yeah? I think, yeah. So I would choose sweet. I'd probably go say I'm, I'm a big packet of chips fan, as I had a packet of chips just before the <laughs> podcast went in. So Jim I'd, Beam flavoured. Jim Beam flavoured. Yeah. yeah. Didn't yeah. taste like 
gym no. at all. And I think I'm, I'm not too drunk. I mean, you know, not, not more drunk than usual. Yeah, so hello, Jim Bean Chip. Potato chips, if you're out there, sponsor the show. I've eaten your product. I haven't been violently ill, so give me yes. more product and you'll get a better plug than that. Awesome. Jim will put his name on anything nowadays, won't he? What about he? Dave? You sweet or savory? I, I, reckon I think you... ice cream uh, flavoured uh, chips, I think. That's the way to go. That's, that's my silent Velcro. <laughs> patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Quick to the patent office. Da-la-la-la. What about you, Ryan? Sweet? Uh, definitely a savoury. Yeah, if I was like, yeah, comfort food for me is always, you know, the chips. The, what was a follow-up the, question? Pineapple on pizza. Um, I don't like pineapple in general, so uh, I'm a I'm a big no for that. But I do I do have to say I cringe whenever I hear a snob go, "Oh, it's not meant to be." The Italians don't have pineapples. Blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, get over it. We we fuse food all the time. Who cares? It's good. Do you like pineapple on pizza? I Rob? I like it on a Hawaiian pizza, and I've got no objection to it trying its hand at being on other kinds of pizza. Yeah, I've got no issue. Oh, cool. Dave? Oh, I don't like pineapple either. How can you not like pineapple? It's sort of, you know the way you like things? Yeah. It's the opposite of that. Ah. You, remember, you remember before how we were talking about sweet or savoury? And <laughs> I said savoury? <laughs> ah. Also, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if the Pineapple Commission is going to sue me or something, but I, I, have, I have heard, and I'm not sure if it's just, true. Just sue Ryan. Uh, just sue Just me, just me. That, um, that, that pineapples can can lead to ulcers, and I actually have... That's true of any acidic food. If you overeat or overindulge, an overimbalance of ulcers of acid in your stomach will lead to that. You've got so. you to cut the spikes and stuff off. Yeah. Just the <laughs> inside bit. Don't so. swallow it whole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, don't deep throat a pineapple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a talent, but... Uh, Many porn actresses. Got. We lost a few that way. All right, so we don't tweet and say... I just realised I never answered the have you ever considered running for politics one. Well, as I'm guessing the fact you didn't, you definitely sidestepped. You are considering running for politics. Well, I actually um, have considered it in the past is the answer, but I always come to the same conclusion. I'd be terrible at it because as soon as I got a dissenting view, I'd say, no, you're an idiot and you're wrong. I still want you to vote for me, but you're an idiot. That's basically... I, I'm not a, not a people person you on, on the You clearly haven't scale. watched Question Time. Because <laughs> no, what, like you, you're, with politics, it's not your voters that you ostracise, it's the opposition. You get... like That's what Question Time... Like The reason I do comedy is probably... Cause as a kid, I used to watch Question Time with Paul Keating. And that guy was great. He's just ripping into people. He's insult. He was one of the best insult comics. I think if Australia ever had the American version of the roast, like where they roast celebrities, you've got to get Keating involved. This guy could rip, mm. tear shreds. And that's what Question Time to me is. It's stand-up. You just get to <laughs> point out how stupid the opposition is, make you quip, talk about how great you are, and then walk mm. off. It's and the people, perfect gig. And people wonder why people are disillusioned with politics these days. <laughs> Bring getting back anything Keating. done? No, there were some good insults, though. All right. Last last question. Might be a toughie as well, and it fits in with the theme of our podcast. We've been talking about movies a lot. What movie would you like to see a sequel for that hasn't already been made? Uh, has there been a sequel to Rocky? <laughs> yeah, it was Rocky, it has, Rocky two. We discussed it earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think they've done the Police Academy. <laughs> no, no. If you're out there, Steve Gutenberg, he's probably got nothing better to do. I think they're rebooting that franchise, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, they are. That's, oh, man. They'll be, I'll be ranting about that. You know that's, that's not going to be good. You know because well, it, it was such quality beforehand. Hey, oh, Police Academy 1 to 6 are great movies. They jumped the shark <laughs> with 7, but 1 to 6, there's quality. There's laughs in there. There's, it is what it is. Where do you stand on the scary movie franchise? I like the first couple, but I don't think I've seen past I, three. Honestly, scary movie franchise, I think, is, is terrible, and they're not funny. And, is that because you're and racist? The, and the thing is, I don't think that's got anything to do with it. I think... Um, 
my experience of watching Scary Movie was I saw it before I saw Scream. <laughs> and, um, and I watched it and thought, geez, this isn't very funny. Um, and then I watched Scream afterwards. I laughed more during Scream than Scary Movie. There was, there was actually genuinely funny moments in You're doing Scream. it wrong. You're doing yeah. movies wrong. <laughs> right. I reaction. think I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm about to say something that may blow up Dave's brain. I've seen Spaceballs, but not Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> and I like Spaceballs. No, I know that, that you haven't seen Star Wars. But yeah. did you know I'd seen Spaceballs? Count more than once. So, 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 there are a few references in there that you did get or you didn't get based on. Uh... Who's the helmet guy? Why is the guy wearing all black? <laughs> I thought it was just like whoa, taking blackface to the extreme. I thought it was a hey hey, it's Saturday tribute. You know what they're right. talking about making a sequel? I think he's just to... trying to stir us up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was talk of a sequel to Point Break, and there has been a few years. Yeah, I really love Point Break. They were going to do it with Patrick Swayze that he got away. Oh, I forgot. But that, that was actually oh. going to be my choice. I actually think oh, okay. I think the mo- there is a real movie there. Mm. It's uh, Keanu Reeves kind of gets disillusioned with, you know, law, and 20 years later, he is the Bodhi character. Oh, okay, He cool, is the dude cool. who's actually robbing banks, and they have to go yeah. after him. But it starts off that they, oh, you worked on this case 20 years ago, so they actually get him in to try yeah. and catch him. It's a really good idea. And then they find out later, you know, then there's like the twist at the end. And I was thinking Gary Busey's son. So Gary Busey has a, an actual actor's son. Get him to be the FBI cop that tries to get yeah, cool. Keanu back on board. Jake Busey. Is that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks a bit like him too, doesn't he? Does he does a bit, yeah. yeah. A bit taller and thinner. I didn't know he had a son. I, Gary Busey, he's a hilarious person. Have you follow him on Twitter? No. He's nuts. No. But yeah, he just, he's got his Buseyisms where he just spouts random sayings that make no sense. Speaking of uh, Point Break, do you know they have like a, a, a live show? No. And, and what? what they do is they just take a random person out of the audience to play the Keanu character. And he just like, <laughs> have these like cue cards that he has to read, and it just gets perfect Keanu-ness. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Whoa. trying to say he doesn't emote? <laughs> There's you also can... sorry. Oh, so, no, got... no, go. I was going to change the topic completely. So if you have got something on Gary Busey or Keanu Reeves, no, nah, now, no, now's your nothing time. really. <laughs> there, there was talk of another Bill and Ted. Yeah, there I is. really love Bill and Ted as well. Yeah, number so. three. There was talk of. I hear uh, they're going to just pluck someone from the audience to do the Keanu <laughs> role. There was yeah. a. I'm actually disappointed that this was actually going to happen. Uh, Top Gun Two. Yeah, I really? yeah, and then and, the director and the director uh, killed himself. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. we keep talking about who we want to do stuff is now dead. That's terrible. Well, but the like, one that I heard, and this is the movie, my answer to this question: there was going to be Wayne's World Three, but Mike, like the Austin Powers. Dana Carvey and Mike Myers yeah. fell out over Austin Powers because yeah. Dana claimed that Dr. Evil's his character. And oh, yeah. yeah, that stopped um, Wayne's World 3, just that uh, they didn't get along. Well, apparently, they've, they've made up, they, they did a Wayne's World sketch on Saturday Night Live about a oh, year or two they? ago. Mm. But they're all like way, way, yeah, way a little bit too. Even right? like they were playing old then, and now it's like 20 <laughs> years later. But there's a thing in like UK, like I, I've heard it talked about the TV show Bottom and also Mr. Bean, where they're thinking of making Bottom but setting it in a retirement home and also the next series of Mr. Bean's going to be him in a retirement home. I think there's some, oh, legs, yeah. Yeah, some legs in that, you know. Mm. Yeah, so Wayne's World is, is has-beens kind of thing, just like they've gone through the... Well, maybe they're, they're still doing the... No, or basement. maybe they could do it with like, you know, Wayne and Garth have grown up, got their jobs in an insurance firm and their kids are hosting... Well, ne- modern technology, they're hosting a podcast from their, ba- from their parents' basement. And they can be go live in the now, man, so you can have the generation gap. Mm-hmm. And who, who plays Keanu Reeves in this? I assume we're getting Keanu to oh, make a cameo. We'll just grab some, like a grip on set and just <laughs> yeah. give, give him a script and we'll get that. 
There you go. There you go. We've we've written a sequel to Point Break. We've written, I think that's a great idea, Dave. So that's your answer, isn't it? Point Break, Dave. Yeah. Well, that was his one. So I well, know. Do one. I have to come up with a different? He chose like three or four. Was, so I think you can. Have I'm going to do like a sequel to The Prestige. You know that one where oh, yeah. where they all start replicating each other and they start running through the streets of Paris trying to kill each other, but there's like millions of them, and you got Hugh Jackman beating the shit out of like uh, Christian Bale, but he's got like his Wolverine claws because he's allowed to have them because he's been in so many Wolverine movies. I mean, you can use them in fanboy any... fiction here now, <laughs> but you know that'd be an awesome movie. Er- erotic fanboy, fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Drew should see. <laughs> guys on the podcast will post on the website. Dave's got some drawings. He's illustrated. He yeah. pulled, he knew this question there's was coming. There's a Wolverine for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing crayon work. What about you, Ryan? What's your your movie sequel? Um, I actually uh, probably a bit of a strange one, and it will take some explaining. But I was thinking uh, the Truman Show. I'd like. Ah, okay. I would like to see because you know how at the end. So of like the, tr- the real ending to the Matrix that th- th- that he actually finds he's in a, a bigger Truman Show. Dave, you read my mind almost God. instantly. That's exactly right. He goes into the real world, and. Because he has this kind of heightened sense of the wool being pulled over his eyes over the years, he's the guy that figures out that everybody's in, like, an altered reality that they... Um, the Matrix. ...to escape, like the Matrix. It is yeah. the Matrix. Yeah, pretty much. And then he takes the red pill and he wakes yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. So what you're saying is we make Truman Show Part 2, we cast Keanu Reeves instead of Jim Carrey. <laughs> sure. Why not? There you go. Yeah. I think there's a role for Keanu in everything. Well, there is. His know. agent's phone is going to be ringing off the hook. <laughs> After this podcast, did so. anyone see the picture of um, recently of Keanu? Like, he's let himself go. Sad Keanu. Yeah, yeah, yeah sitting on around. a park bench. <laughs> yeah, just all destitute and sad <laughs> looking. <a> sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd take exception. Like, he's you're allowed to sit on a bench and look sad without people making fun of you. I mean, he's made so much money though. Like, like well, maybe <laughs> money's not the key to happiness. No. But didn't his what? Like, his girlfriend die or? Like in the love of his life, I'm pretty, it's either him or someone else. I'm pretty sure it's Keanu Reeves. His girlfriend either killed herself or died, and it, yeah, it broke him. Like he hasn't acted for a while since. Oh, I didn't hear that. Or maybe I'm just spec. I'm just, I'm his PR agent. I'm trying to get you know. Which <laughs> well, this this podcast is how to revive Keanu's all, all publicity career. is good publicity, says Mark. <laughs> yeah. let's, just, let's just let's just trot out the suicidal girlfriend story. Make up make up <laughs> yeah, rumors yeah. about celebrities. It's well, that's what PR is. Yeah, totally. You know? <laughs> if you, oh, there's a question for you. Oh, for the panel. If you can, ma- let's make up a, a rumor about a celebrity. What? Who do you think we can? Ma- well, we've done Keanu. Is this something we can? Obviously, not in the liable territory. I so. think I think we can start a rumor that like how Wesley Snipes didn't pay all his taxes <laughs> and had to go to prison. That's a pretty good rumor. Is he in prison? He's or just it? been released. Oh, okay. Should, so should... expect Blade Four. Is it four or five? What are they up to with Blade? It would be four. Yeah. Yeah, Blade Four. Expect that coming to cinemas. Because if he was in prison for three years, he'd need some money. No, that 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 franchise has been gobbled back up into Marvel again. So they're they're hoping to knit it all in with uh, all those Avenger movies. So they're going to re re redo that one. But surely he'd have to have a cameo, like maybe, yeah, maybe. you know, he could walk through a sign, tip the cap to the new one. Yeah, he's, he's played in the in that Marvel universe, is it? In the Avengers, is that what you were saying? Yeah. Well, okay, the, we're getting into nerd <laughs> talk right here. We'll, we might. We'll, we'll, you guys can do your own little. Little extra podcast. Yeah, okay, right. so anyway, where is yeah, <laughs> um, I reckon uh, we could easily start a rumor about somebody that um, had, had recently been in The Great Gatsby because that was filmed here in Sydney. Well, that's true, and we, we know could... we've got a friend of the show whose relative worked on the set, so there's a source. Yeah, right. So we can just say that uh, I don't know Leo or um, somebody 
done something untoward in Sydney and was hoping that it, whatever went on tour stayed on tour. So I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the creating untoward. I like a rumor like that's a bit a bit crazy but could be true. Like I believe he lost know. six points in his license when he went past that speed camera by Moore Park. Okay, we could just say no, that that's he, boring rumor. What? I mean, as if they're going to find Leo. What about Leo when he was on set? He'd only eat foods that were yellow. Let's I go think, with that. Yeah. I think, I'm not I hearing anything a, better. I think that's a boring rumour. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. His speed camera one. Oh, what, 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 what's that's, your untoward That's, that's a really annoying speed camera. Because he was like staying a, on a harbour front. What, you reckon maybe I didn't know he we choked were, a prostitute? And I, I had no idea we were ethical rumour mongers. So, you know, just, I was going to say, you know, just an affair with somebody or something. We could sell it but he's not married, inquiry. though. So he is like, Leo, but what, that was the Telegraph. They Like, there was six days in a row, the Telegraph, the New South Wales paper, where they had... Leonardo DiCaprio with a different supermodel every night. Yeah, right. Well, actually, actually, speaking of affairs, I was talking to this guy who used to work. Where is this guy? <laughs> Not in the liable territory. I that's knew this sure. guy called Rob. No. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Rob told me. No, I used to go. Uh, and this guy is a security guard at the Hilton Hotel in the city, and he said when Usain Bolt was in town, every night twelve women would just go up to the floor, and it was Usain Bolt and his mate were in the room. And eight of the women would stay outside and four of them at a time would go into a Sane's room and he'd just be all night. And he's like stunning women. So there, there's a rumour that we can... He's stunning women or the women were stunning? Was he, yeah, he was stunned he... them. He's like Stone Cold Stunner <laughs> from Steve Austin. I think if you're going to spread rumours, it's, it's, uh, it's nice to spread friendly rumours. Like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio always gives money to homeless people or something like that. That's a good one. No need, no need to be nasty. Oh, I heard he doesn't nice. uh, separate his recycling. It all goes into general refuse. No, no. he's <laughs> Leo's, Leo's an environment. Because there's a scene in Entourage where Vince is filmed with something. And he goes, he oh, please, don't tell Leo that. He's going to be upset. That's why he doesn't want this rumor getting out. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Environmentalism. Well, Rob, thanks. So check out... Now, I oh, understand you've got a DVD coming out. Oh, uh, yeah. So the, I did a play with... Luke, oh. uh, Luke McGregor, a couple of years ago, called Special Detective, and uh, we filmed it for a DVD in a theatre in Adelaide, and uh, it's finally done. I've got the masters on me right now, and it's about to get printed, and that'll be available through robhunter.com.au. Uh, you can also check out Later Clock on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash robcomedyboy, which is a terrible name, and I'm really sorry about that, but that's where it is. No, check it out. Check both those out, and... Check them both out. And Luke McGregor, hopefully we'll have him on the pod in Sydney soon on the podcast as well. I'll let him know he's invited. He is, yeah. Let him know. And I'll tell you what, we'll buy a copy of Special Detective. We'll get him to sign it. And then when you're <laughs> back up again, we'll get you to sign it. And then we'll, we'll be able to sell it on eBay. For $12. $12? Yeah. Autographed. It'd be it worth probably $9.50. <laughs> That'd be better for. Thank uh, you, Rob, for coming along. You're also no on, are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Rob Hunter Swords uh, or Rob Hunter's Words. If you mispronounce it. Hey, there you go. And Ryan, you're on Twitter. I am at Ryan the Crawford. Dave. At Dave Keeshan. And I'm on Twitter at M underscore W underscore OH. Check out information of our Fringe Festival will be announced on comedyonedge.com. Check it out. There'll be a link there to buy tickets. Buy like 50. Even if you don't turn up, just buy them. Um, I've been Mark Williamson. Thanks for listening in, guys. If you're listening on iTunes... It costs you nothing. Give us a rating. Five stars, one star, two stars. The more ratings we get, it helps us somehow and it costs you nothing. Just time. So that'd be amazing. Thank you guys. Have a great, wor- have a great week. And Dave, hit the music. Music.